Hi, and welcome to Superintendent Podcast with myself, Steve Halpern. It's been a while since I posted a new podcast, and I apologize because I've been so busy with research and uh, seeing clients, and also on my own personal journey. For those that don't know me, or not really familiar, uh, I've been doing sports, athletics, nutrition stuff probably since I was a teenager, and uh, when it was considered quackery, <laughs> right? We were considered the nuts and the berries, right? Because you ate health food or you took vitamins. Oh my gosh, you'll kill yourself with vitamins. Anyway, let me share a little personal note. Uh, people say, how are you? And I'm probably in the best shape I've ever been in my life. I'm going to be 77 in January. Actually, January 8th, Elvis Presley's birthday. Um, I'm a martial artist, and I've been working out like crazy and putting on muscle and increasing my endurance. And it's wonderful because here's the key. as a baby boomer, and a lot of this is addressed to baby boomers, but you can be millennium and you can be X. It's all good. It's about... Change. It's about change and constantly reinvention. Reinvention. Every moment of life, you're changing. We're all changing. Your skin cells multiply and change every three days. Okay. Now, here is here's the key factor. If you play a record, <coughs> very few of us play records anymore, <coughs> or a disc. And you play it over and over and over and over again, and eventually it doesn't play that great. Maybe there are minute scratches in it. Well, let's take this to human beings. We're constantly making new cells. We should be making new cells. How well are the new cells producing or reproducing? Are they healthy cells? Well, they're not healthy cells. They eventually become cancer cells, or they become arterial plaque, or they become damaged cells in the brain. So, what drives cell production? Energy! <laughs> right. I'm talking on my cell phone right now, and hopefully, my new, <laughs> put a little commercial in here, my new. Google Pixel 8. Hope this mic is better than my old one. Has a good battery. Now, every single cell in your body has batteries. There are millions of batteries. Well, maybe not millions, but probably. I have to ask Google exactly how many. And these batteries are called mitochondria, and they produce energy. They're your batteries. And what happens to your phone or any electronic device as your batteries run down? <laughs> we know, it goes dead. Unfortunately, that's what happens to humans. The difference between life and death is energy. Remember Frankenstein? <laughs> Wake him up. Well, it's all about energy. Now, here's a tricky part about mitochondria. Good part, there's mitogenesis. You can constantly make new mitochondria. Mm, that's kind of interesting. But if the mitochondria are not working well, you get 
damaged, leaky mitochondria. It was like the cell phones that used to get wet, and that was goodbye. Now, supposedly they're waterproof, so we'll see. But healthy mitochondria. And they're involved in the health of your cells. How do you keep healthy mitochondria? Mm. You try and avoid as many toxins and poisons as you can, and that's really <laughs> very tricky given our environment now. Now, we're all, all of us are made of plastics, you know, but we can't be recycled. Oh, I guess we can, but the plastics are everywhere. The toxins, you know, I just uh, came across an interesting piece that most cosmetics, Skin products, lipsticks, makeup have forever plastics in them. Imagine. Now, so we've gotten out of control. Well, staying on topic, you can't make yourself crazy trying to avoid everything. So how do you keep your mitochondria healthy? You give them the right nutrients. Okay, mitochondria, we all have something called biochemical individuality and this gets really tricky because you know I've watched the growth of the supplement industry you know over decades from where there were a few products where there are literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of supplements out there and people being told take this one take this one take this one well how do you know well if you go to integrative practitioners like myself or my physician friends, you can get tested and try and find out and individualize it. But individualizing supplementation is so important. You need adequate folic acid. You need the active folic acid. If you have a gene problem, the methylfolate, methylation issues, you might not be converting the B vitamins adequately. Uh, you need certain antioxidants that are very beneficial. And lots and lots of this is really important. Again, those fruits and vegetables have what's called polyphenol compounds. Thousands of these compounds are so important for mitochondria. And one that's been around for quite a long time, Q10. Q10 is one of the spark plugs in mitochondria. People who are on statin drugs often are low in CoQ10. And even with aging, you might be low in CoQ10. So there's a suggestion that CoQ10 might be helpful. And alpha-lipoic acid also might be helpful for the mitochondria. And a little bit off here, and I'll keep you posted in these podcasts, something called methylene blue. Methylene blue, not a supplement. It's actually a dye that was converted into a drug that's was used for malaria. Hmm. Interesting effects of methylene blue. It seems to revitalize mitochondria. Now, it's in that <laughs> iffy place of it being a kind of a weird compound. It's a dye. It's a drug. And at the same time, you can buy it online because it's used for other purposes. It's used for uh, staining, for cancers and cavities. You can you can use the methylene blue. So that's one of the you know mainstream uses. But a lot of uh, neurohackers or biohackers, as you call them, like myself, are now experimenting with using methylene blue. Uh, 
and I've personally seen some interesting results. So something, you know, I'll keep you informed of. I mean, you can do a Google search on methylene blue or an AI search on methylene blue and mitochondria, and you'll see positive effects. Uh, again, it gets a little tricky because the dose is really important. And again, like I said before about supplementation, maintaining an adequate dose is so, so important. So let's get back to uh, <clears throat> mitochondria and uh, the whole topic of aging and slowing down aging. Some controversy also about uh, caloric restriction. Does it really work? Does protein restriction work? It gets again, tricky because seniors like myself, we need more protein generally. If you're working out, you need more protein. But again, if you unfortunately uh, have some health conditions, you might uh, have to adjust this. So again, we're moving toward the era of what's called personalized medicine, but also the era of personalized nutrition. Okay, so let me get back to, again, uh, the central topic of how we can slow down and reverse the aging. Well, I think a really important concept is reinventing yourself, as I said at the beginning. If you think yourself as old, you'll be old. You know, the brain is <laughs> kind of, you know, colloquially kind of stupid. It's going to believe what you say. So, uh, we've learned that through lots of psychological studies. So, we can do all the nutrition stuff and all the biochemistry and all the nutraceuticals and, nutri and anti-aging pharmaceuticals, but if you're not willing to change, get used to. See, we have what's called the get used to phenomena. You get used to a certain way. You know, you get up in the morning. Oh, my back hurts. Oh, I'm a little headachey. I'm a little groggy. Whatever, I can't sleep. You, know, you get used to those things. And you don't think it can change. Now remember, you can go to the best practitioners in the world. The effort comes to you. You need to make the change. And often it's kind of uncomfortable because we get used to, we get very used to a certain state. Habits. Yeah, we're used to habits. And so getting back to, again, reinventing yourself in anti-aging. Learning to listen to your body. Okay. We forget. We turn it over to the so-called experts and we don't listen to our body. You know, as infants and you know, nursing infants, and what, they listen to their bodies. We all did. We knew when to eat. We knew when not to eat. We learn how not to listen because so many substances we take in, you know, the processed foods, excessive alcohol, and even in some level, another uh, podcast I'll talk about, uh, recreational drugs or cannabis, can get us away from listening to our bodies. You know, one, of, one of the personal journeys I've learned 
both the clients and myself, is I'm really listening. I know how something feels. I can take something in, whether it's a vitamin or food or or a drink of something, and I, I don't feel good. Something's off. So we don't listen to the something off thing. For whatever reason, we want to not pay attention, fear, unconsciousness, and whatnot. So you're getting really conscious to your body and be willing to change. And so the fun part of this whole anti-aging business is avoiding health-related conditions and living as long as your longevity program is there. Because remember, nature <laughs> wants to get rid of us, right? Make way for the next crew. Okay, so something is going to kick in unless we intervene. Unless we use whatever knowledge base we have now to try and intervene. Again, make it personal. So again, let me go through some of my top things. Okay, for brain... Again, we also don't understand exactly sometimes how something works, but often it'll work. You know, like functional medicine. They call it functional medicine. You know, we, we study, give something, oh wow, it's better, feel better, think better, think clearer. And trying to understand all the biochemistry often gets very tricky. Okay. One is this extrapolate to everyone or just this group. Does what works in the mouse work in a human or a mole rat or a cockroach or whatever? Is it going to apply to uh, human? And human studies are very, very expensive and difficult to often do. So again, uh, learning, I can't say this enough times, learning to listen to your body, be willing to change and lots of techniques to do that. You know, we're we're inundated now with the web of information between the YouTubes and the uh, Instagram and the TikTok. Take this, take this, eat this, do this, and exercise here. Okay, now do this, now you'll be good. Overwhelmed. And a lot of it's good information. But it's very passive if you don't take that into Action. You have to take those things into action. So simple. <laughs> I saw a great video on what I've been telling people for decades as a trainer, as a martial artist. You don't have to go to the gym, make exercise part of your life. You carry groceries, lift the groceries up. <coughs> you know, you're outside. <coughs> Do a little stretching. Don't be embarrassed. I do it all the time. I stretch on the subway. I stretch on light poles. I find stairs. I look for things to be exercised. Generally, we're not doing manual labor unless it's a job or work in a farm. So make exercise daily. And again, there's a big difference between resistance exercise and aerobic. They're both great. They both do functions. But one of the things that happens as seniors get older is mm, back to the topic, mitochondria, losing muscle mitochondria. And there's some uh, 
great research on a pomegranate <coughs> compound developed by some anti-aging scientists that seems to work on helping grow muscle mitochondria. And again, trying to stay on topic and I love AKG, alpha-ketoglutaric acid. I think that helps muscle. I think that uh, sufficient protein. I think that urolicin A, urolicin A, which is that pomegranate compound that I told you, it's available as a supplement. Actually, it was patented or bought by Nestle's, of all companies, you know, who's very much involved in, in buying supplement companies. And they have a product, but if you do some searches or contact me, they're less expensive things than joining and subscribing to, you know, the company that sells the Uralis uh, A. We call it Renewal. Very nice uh, product. AKG. Some good research on creatine. I think creatine is a great senior compound, not just for muscles, but there seems to be some research on brain health. So getting out there, getting that sun, getting that infrared, that's what makes you feel warm when you go out. Very, very, very important. So exercise and daily activities. I can't give you a def definitive answer on caloric restriction versus not. Fasting versus not, I think it's personalized. And again, using testing tools are very important to see how you're functioning. How well do I feel when I do that? I feel great when I fast. Oh, time to eat. I feel lousy when I eat the meat. Oh, I feel great when I eat the vegetables. That's what I've been trying to get across to my clients over the last <coughs> couple of decades. <clears throat> and we have more tools now, which is great. You can have a Fitbit if you want, and you can have can measure your glucose levels with a patch. Hopefully they'll have <clears throat> better watches that actually do that. We can actually measure your glucose levels. So those tools are important. Making sure when you get a blood test that you have your fasting insulin done. Very, very, very important. Big aging factor. Probably the number one According to many of the research, longevity scientists, uh, insulin resistance, higher insulin, pre-diabetes, big, big factor. How do you control it? Diet. Obviously diet. So, use the tools. Get a health coach. I'm available as a health coach. Have someone you work with as a partner. So you can support each other in making these changes. Okay. So again, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, <clears throat> we're all changing. Every one of us. The nice thing about, and a little scary thing, you know, you look at YouTube videos and you see someone younger, an actor younger, and you see him now, you see a musician. My God, you look at uh, how the Rolling Stones have <laughs> kept alive. You know, you look at Mick Jagger and you look at him younger and you look at him older. Can you slow, I end this with, can you slow the clock? Possibly. Can you reverse it? Possibly. Can you avoid health-related conditions? The so-called 
senior things, as I said before, you know, and you're a senior. It's wonderful. <coughs> senior in college, senior in high school, and senior now. Uh-oh, I got all these conditions. Come to end this podcast. Please feel free to comment. Yeah, feel free to uh, connect with me. Please subscribe. Uh, this way I'll move into maybe, uh, maybe I'll move into video interviews, video podcasts, <clears throat> and create more of a support system. One of my goals is really to create uh, and do some live support where we can answer the questions directly. I'm sure there are lots and lots and lots of questions on, and you should. You should have lots and lots of questions because what a scientist do is a question. <laughs> okay, this is the end of the podcast. And again, Steve Halpern, thank you so much for listening.